When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. The Captain's Run with Sam Edmund. Welcome back to the show. Julian DeStoop with you. This is more like it. Graham, Jules, you and Tim Watson are my favourite commentators. Guess who I barrack for? So that'd be Essendon, says Graham and Gisborne. There is one uh, ticked off uh, for the hour. Now, Prime Minister's 11, uh, after two days, evenly poised this match uh, between Australia and the West Indies. Australia, oh, the Prime Minister's 11, made 322 in reply to the West Indies. A seven for two, three, four. You can catch all the action on Fox Sports. One man that is calling all the action, uh, himself a very ordinary medium pacer at sub, 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 sub district level. And his name is Drew Jones and he's been good enough to join us this morning. Hello, Drew. G'day, Jules. Thanks for the pump up there, mate. Appreciate it. <laughs> so I couldn't resist, Drew. I couldn't resist. Um, just want to take you through a couple of the key aspects of uh, yesterday's play. At the top of the order, a very familiar name in West Indies cricket, Tarjareen Chanderpaul, the son of Shivnarayan Chanderpaul, and uh, he was pretty impressive yesterday. Yeah, he was. So 26 years of age, he gets his sixth first-class 100, and all the reports coming in to this tour was that, like his father, extremely hard to get out and could occupy the crease for a long time. He's taken a while to come on. He's a bit of a late bloomer. Uh, and he hasn't had a tremendous amount of success at first-class level in the West Indies. But last season, averaged 70. So after being really patient with his development, they finally picked him on a tour. And to come to Australia, a massive test for him. But yesterday, he stood up to everything that the Prime Minister 11 had to throw at him. And it's a pretty strong bowling attack when you think Mark Steckity and Michael Neeser have been in terrific form for Queensland um, so they had to withstand the Queenslanders um, in terms of an opening bowling uh, duo. And then Joel Paris from Western Australia, who's really good with the new ball and particularly getting that pink ball to swing around. So he occupied the crease for over five hours, got 119. He was out last ball of the day going for a pull shot off Paris. But they've only picked two specialist openers in the squad. So this was his chance to make an impression, Jules, and he absolutely did so. I think he can stamp his ticket to Perth and he'll be the next West Indian opener to uh, get a crack alongside Craig Brathwaite. As we remember back in the day, Drew, Shivnarine Champ-Depaul wasn't exactly Mark War at the crease. He wasn't the most stylish yeah. bats. But I did see a split. For those that haven't watched any of this match, I did see a split screen before of uh, Tardarine and, and his old man. How many, many similarities is there between the two when it comes to their batting styles? Both lefties, and they they both set up with a really open stance, but Shivs is way more pronounced. He was out facing the square leg umpire at times, and it got more and more pronounced as his career went along. But he always ended up in a good position, and, yeah, Taj Nareen, he sets up open-ish and then steps around, but his, his back foot is almost outside off stump when he gets ready to face the bowler. So if it's 
I've half volley outside off stump. He can crunch it through the covers for four, and he's pretty solid off the back foot as well. He's nicely set up to combat most of what's thrown at him. But as you mentioned, he's not a stylist and neither was his, his father. So he tends to take a lot of deliveries to eventually get to where he needs to be. But the West Indies have already said in press conferences they've done in Australia, they don't want to be two for 20. They don't want to expose mm. the middle order to Cummins, Hazelwood, Stark and then Lyon. So if Taj and uh, Brathwaite can occupy the crease, and they might look a bit stodgy and it might be ugly at times, but they want to be out of bat time against Australia. Well, they certainly did that yesterday. Uh, Chandler Paul, uh, 293 balls through his 119. Uh, Craig Brathwaite, 47 off 98 balls before he was cleaned up by Mark Steckity. We don't know, a lot of people don't know a lot about this uh, West Indian lineup, and I guess... How, as you said, how they're going to face this Australian attack is going to be the key to the series. Have, have you seen enough that they can be competitive with bat in hand? That There's a few experienced guys in the middle order who are old in age, but they haven't necessarily got a huge amount of cricket behind them. So Sharmac Brooks isn't playing in this game, but he's a chance to come in for the first test and potentially bat first drop. Jermaine Blackwood, who we've seen against Australia previously. He's got a few test hundreds under his belt. He's a chance to work in that middle order, but they've got to get that balance right. They've got a couple of players who'll come later on in the innings, in Kyle Mayers and then Joshua De Silva, who are really exciting with bat in hand. So Mayers was, I don't know if you remember, from the T20 series against Australia. He played that back foot cover drive at Metricon Stadium, which went about 120 metres yeah, off right. Cam Green. That's the sort of thing you can expect from Mayers. He's got you know, a bit of a fancy hairdo, you know, wears the gold chains, and he can hit the ball a long way, but can he occupy the crease for long enough? And can they, can they blunt the new ball to give him a chance to be effective in Australian conditions? And then he bowls pretty handy medium paces as well. And then Joshua De Silva is the first West Indian-born white cricketer to play for the Windy since Brendan Nash, who played for Queensland in yeah. Australia. So he was, he's Portuguese and his mother is Canadian. He's a really interesting story. Brought up in Trinidad and he usurped Dennis Ramden as the wicketkeeper in Trinidad's side, who was the West Indian yeah. keeper at the time. Uh, and then has recently scored his first ever Test 100 against England. in the- Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Three test series, series earlier this year. So I'm excited to see De Silva and Mayers, probably about at six and seven, it's how they fill those slots of three, four, five, and whether they can stand up to this Australian attack, which is going to make a big difference when the West, West Indians are at the crease. Speaking of Drew Jones, he's calling all the action on Fox Sports, uh, beautifully of the Prime Minister's 11 versus the West Indies uh, up in Canberra. You mentioned the middle order there. It did fail yesterday. But uh, Todd Murphy, three wickets in the middle order. We know Nathan Lyon is coming towards the end. We've seen Mitchell Swepson as a leggy, you know, make his test taboo for Australia. How much potential has, has Todd Murphy got as an off-spinner? Yeah, heaps. He, he bowled really well yesterday. And spinners have had success with the pink ball in the past. Nathan Lyon is only behind Mitchell Stark in terms of the most wickets taken with the pink ball in hand. 
And the seam can be quite hard to pick up the revs on the ball once the light starts to fade. And Josh Inglis, the captain of the Pans 11, was clearly aware of that because he bowled Agar and uh, Murphy together in tandem for quite a while. But it was Murphy that got the reward. Barely bowled a bad ball all day. He's only played, I think, eight first-class games. Burst onto the scene with Victoria. Bowled them to victory in the Shield game last year. Took seven wickets for the match. He's played for Australia A in a tour of Sri Lanka and took a fourfer uh, over there at the subcontinent. So he's doing it in all conditions and so highly rated that when the Victorians were in the Shield hub back when COVID was around, Nathan Lyon actually came out and did some one-on-one sessions with Murphy. The reason being, Jules, is because he bowls quite a lot like Nathan Lyon. He gets up and over it. He gets over spin and bounce rather than side spin. And they've already identified him as a prospect for the future in three wickets yesterday. Bowled with great control. Um, and you're going to be seeing a lot more of Todd Murphy around the state circuit and playing big bash cricket over the summer. Yeah, three for 27 for Todd Murphy. Joel Paris also finished with three wickets, three for 31. Drew, being a uh, very proud West Australian, what sort of crowds do you expect for this test against the West Indies who clearly aren't the box office team like they used to be? Yeah, they won't be big. And I think the game starts on a Wednesday, which works against it even further. Um, it's not school holidays yet. So as much as Western Australia are crying out to have Test cricket and international cricket back on the west side of the country, they haven't been set up for success in terms of having a big crowd. We know how valuable the Perth Test is in terms of ratings for Cricket Australia because the time zone on the East Coast is so good. But I'm not, gonna, I'm not sure you'll see a packed Optus Stadium. It probably would be better suited to be played at the Wacker but that's sort of under construction at the moment. So it's going to be a really good pitch. And if Australia bat first, it should be a really interesting test match because the West Indies will get the best of the bowling conditions. And I like their young quicks, Yep. but I'm not sure we're going to see big crowd. Drew, just before I let you go, this really interesting story uh, has popped up uh, today. You can read it on the SEN uh, website, sen.com.au. I'll just read you the first couple of lines, and I think you know a little bit more about this one. Now, Victoria Police have charged a man for the alleged theft and deception of $250,000 that was used to recruit international cricketers to a local Melbourne club. Detectives from the Monash Crime Investigation Unit charged the man for theft and deception of $250,000 from a Mulgrave company. It's alleged that the money was put into the man's own business that sourced and paid for 10 high-profile international cricketers to play in a local district competition in Melbourne's southeast. What do you know about this story? Yeah, arrested earlier in the week, and the details have emerged today by Paul Amy with Code Sports. So used the money, funneled it into essentially payouts and wages for Chris Gale, for Dell Edwards, Shoab Malik, a couple of Sri Lankan players to come out and play for Endeavour Hills in sort of uh, the special T20 fixtures. One was going to be in Dandenong this Sunday. Tickets were on sale. You could get VIP packages. There's cocktail bars. You get your hair cut with a barber there. They were trying to make it into this big event and bring these big cricketers out to Dandenong. But, I mean, at this stage, it seems unlikely the game is going to go ahead, given that they're being paid with money that was stolen, allegedly. Chris Gale has flown into Australia. He's ready to go. (laughs) But he may not actually play. He's He's flown 36 hours to get to Melbourne to play in this game. And, Jules, um, it's a... A very serious story, a very interesting story, but just one thing I wanted to flag with you. Tilakaratna Dilshan is one of the players that would have been appearing 
four Endeavour Hills, and he has a history of playing I know where this Mulgrave. Is and he has come out on various occasions to play with Mulgrave, which is a, a club in the Eastern Cricket Association. But they couldn't stack that team full of international players because of rules in that competition. But, of course, I know Tilakaratna Dilshan quite well because I bowled to him and got him out in one of those games against <laughs> Mulgrave. <laughs> now, Drew, let's, let's put some context around the story. What, what, what was he on at the time? He was on four. Was he? I thought he'd made a double hundred. No, no. The score was one. The score was one for two hundred and twenty. But Dilshan himself was only on four, and he swung wildly across the line, and I got him out LBW. I can't believe you dropped that in there. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely, and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call thirteen twenty one ninety one.